If you're traveling to the United States, there's a very good chance that you'll need to stay in a hotel. If you stay in a hotel, you'll need to know these essential vocabulary words and phrases and some American cultural knowledge. Whether it's a fancy hotel or a cheap motel, I think this lesson will help you master the vocabulary that you need when traveling here and staying in a hotel. Make sure to download the free PDF guide that accompanies this lesson. You can use the link down below and that will help you study the vocabulary after this lesson is done. Now, let's get started. Hello, welcome to EWK Inn and Suites. Are you checking in? Yes, the last name is Washington. Okay, I have you staying in the two queen room on the seventh floor. Checkout is at 11 a.m. and the complimentary breakfast starts at 7 a.m. I'll just need a credit card for incidentals. That means accidental damage. Okay, here you go. Do you have room service available? Yes, all you have to do is dial zero on the telephone in the room and you'll just ask for room service. The menu is also in the room. Great, because I am starving. Well, if that's all, here are your room keys and your room number is written down there as well. Thank you. You're welcome. In the United States, there's two different places that you can stay. You can either stay in a hotel or a motel. A motel is going to be very cheap. It's about $100 or less to stay in per night. And it's typically not super clean or super nice. You're just getting the bare minimum, which just means the essential things that you need. You'll get a bathroom, a bed, and a television. If you stay in a very, very cheap motel, and it's very dirty, we have a term for this. It's called a roach motel. It's so dirty that there will be roaches or bugs in the motel. And of course, this would be so rude to say, so don't say it to the owner of the motel, but it's just a phrase that's really common here as well. On the opposite end in the United States, if you stay at a super, super nice, fancy, expensive hotel, we call that a five-star hotel. And of course, you can check the ratings online for a hotel and they'll be five, four, three, hopefully not two or one. When I stay at hotels, I try to stay at least a three or three and a half star hotel. Those are pretty affordable to stay at and they won't be super fancy, but they'll be nice and clean. A really famous hotel in the United States is called the Four Seasons. And of course, when you go to this hotel, they'll have lots of people that work there. They'll have beautiful food and beautiful drinks that they serve you. And typically, if you stay in a five star hotel, they will have a spa, which is a place that you can go to get a massage or you can get your nails done or your toenails done. We call that a manicure and a pedicure and other nice treatments as well. One thing that's offered at, you know, middle of the road or average hotels is continental breakfast. And this typically includes a waffle, juices, milk, cereal, some fruit and maybe some hot items like sausage and eggs and toast or a bagel. But it's a pretty basic breakfast, but typically when there's continental breakfast at a hotel, it's included with the price of your room for free. So it's a pretty good deal. If you're staying in the United States, I'd highly recommend staying at a hotel with free breakfast. It's usually pretty good.
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. The United States is, you know, a place where almost everyone has a cell phone these days. But funny enough, when you stay in a hotel, there's still an old-fashioned telephone where you can use it to call down to the front desk or the reception. And you can tell them if you have any problems. Or, of course, you can order room service. Room service is a service that will bring you food from the restaurant of a hotel. So typically, only pretty nice hotels have this, and you can order anything off a menu that will be in your room. You'll just have to dial zero, which to dial means to press the number on the telephone, and you'll talk to whoever picks up and order room service or food to your room. Now, not every hotel has this, and especially motels, they definitely will not have this. Here is some cultural knowledge that you'll need to know when you're staying at a hotel in the United States. This might be different than where you're from, or it might be the same with just new English vocabulary that will be essential to know when you're trying to get what you need at a hotel here. So typically in a hotel in the United States, it either comes with two queens, two queen-sized beds, so these are like the medium-sized bed, or one king. So if it's a couple, typically they'd want one king bed or the bigger bed. Maybe these names are the same in your language. Maybe this translates differently. Now, if you want an even bigger hotel room that usually costs more money, you'll be staying in a suite. And what's different about a suite than just a king size room, which means just the king bed, or the double room, which has two queen beds, is that a suite typically comes with a room to sit in with a couch and a chair and a TV, and then it will have a separate bedroom and a se separate bathroom. And even once in a while, it could have two bedrooms or it could have a kitchen. It's like staying in a small apartment. That's what we refer to when we say a hotel suite, just more space. Another thing, when you're at the front desk of a hotel, this might seem a little odd to you at first and actually, when I started to get hotel rooms when I was older, I didn't know this at first, but they cannot say your hotel room number out loud for safety concerns. Because if there was someone else listening, they could, you know, follow you to your room or go to your room later. So it's actually a law in the United States. They have to write your room number on a piece of paper. Now they are allowed to tell you what floor you're staying at or give you directions to your room but they can't say the number out loud. There is usually a checkout time, almost always a checkout time when you stay in a hotel. The checkout time refers to the time that you need to leave on the last day of your stay. So usually you sleep overnight in a hotel and the checkout time is at 11 a.m. the next day. The reason there's a checkout time is of course because there needs to be maid service that comes in and cleans the hotel room for the next guest to stay in. So the cleaning service in a hotel is referred to as the maid service. So if your room is dirty, you might have to call down to the front desk and ask for maid service. 
What about tipping at a hotel in the U.S.? Not talking about tipping like leaning over. I'm talking about giving extra money for good service. At middle of the road, average hotels, tipping is not common. Now, if someone ever brings your bags up to your room, helps you with that, or they provide an extra service, or if there's a restaurant and bar in the hotel, that's when you need to tip. Typically at really nice, fancy hotels, especially in large cities, tipping is expected. So it can be a really good idea to bring extra money in cash to give out as tips. And I know if you stay in a really nice hotel room, it's kind of expected to tip the maid service or leave money out for them for cleaning your room. But this is only at very, very nice hotels. So if you're staying at just an average hotel, don't worry too much about tipping unless you eat at a restaurant inside of the hotel. Hello, front desk. Hi, I'm calling because my neighbor is being so loud and I have an early flight to catch in the morning. I'm so sorry to hear that. We can send someone up to talk to them. What room number are you in? Number 402. Thank you. I hate to complain, but it's like they're having a dance party at 1 o'clock in the morning. I understand. Again, I'm so sorry. We will handle the situation. Okay, thank you. And can I get a wake-up call for 5.30 a.m.? Sure. 5.30 a.m. for room 402? You're all set. And we're sending someone up right now to handle the noise situation. Thanks again. You're welcome. Goodbye. When you stay at a hotel in the United States, the first person you talk to when you check in or when you get to the hotel is the front desk. This has a few different names. Typically, we call it the front desk or sometimes we call it the reception. A great phrase for travel vocabulary that goes right along with hotel vocabulary is if you have a flight or an airplane time that you have to go, you can say, I have a flight to catch. I have a flight to catch. This means I have to get going or I'm going to miss my airplane leaving the airport, the time that I'm expected to be there. So this phrase is super common when you want to say, you know, you're leaving the next day and you have to go on an airplane, you say, I have a flight to catch tomorrow. That means I have to get to the airport. It's such a process, you have to catch the flight. And this phrase is super popular in the United States. When you call down to the front desk on a telephone, you typically, you know, need something. Maybe you need extra towels, like you're going to take a shower and there's no clean towels in your hotel room, or maybe you need something fixed, or like in the conversation that we just listened to, Maybe you have a loud neighbor in your hotel. You need to have someone sent up. And they typically say on the phone, I'll send someone up. This means, you know, I'm sending a hotel worker up to help you out. One thing that's pretty common still, but used to be way more common, is to request a wake-up call in a hotel. Now, everyone has a cell phone nowadays with an alarm clock on it, so... Typically, we just use that, but you can call down to the front desk at a hotel and request a wake-up call. Now, this is not a literal person calling, if you don't know already. This is like they put in, you know, into a computer and your hotel phone will ring at a certain time so that you know it's time to wake up. And this can be really helpful if you're staying in a hotel so that you don't oversleep because you're in an unfamiliar place that's new and maybe you forgot to set your phone or something like that 
I use this actually as a backup if I'm staying at a hotel and I have something very important the next day, just so I know I will wake up because the hotel phone is very loud in the morning. The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed, also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. Here is your advanced hotel English vocabulary that you'll need to know when staying at a hotel in the United States. Concierge. Concierge. A hotel employee who assists guests with various tasks, such as making reservations, or getting you transportation like a taxi or an Uber. And then they can also provide you with recommendations for activities and restaurants. We call that the concierge. And typically only very nice hotels have a concierge worker. Another thing that you'll find in very nice five-star hotels is turndown service. So this is a service where you can request it for someone to turn down your bed or you know untuck your sheets and they'll leave you nice things for bedtime as well like maybe a nice mint or a nice chocolate or even I've heard of hotels leaving you a cup of tea before bed that would be a really nice hotel a suite is a really large and luxurious hotel room so these are very expensive and typically if you stay in a suite you get a separate bedroom and living area Valet parking. Valet parking. A service that's provided at many nice hotels is valet parking. So this is the service where when you get to the hotel, you simply pull up to the door in your car, give the worker your keys, and they give you a piece of paper that has your car number on it, and they park your car for you. And when you need your car back, they bring you your car back when you give them your piece of paper with your number on it. That's referred to as valet parking. Housekeeping, housekeeping. So we also call housekeeping main service in the United States. Housekeeping is referred to as the department where all the hotel maids or cleaning staff works. And if you need them to come clean something in your hotel room or you need more towels or something like that, you can call down and ask for housekeeping. If you're booking a hotel online, you'll want to look at what type of amenities the hotel has. So these are additional features or services offered by a hotel. Some hotel amenities include a pool, a fitness center or a gym, and free or complimentary breakfast. Free and complimentary are used in the same way here. Room service is when you can call down to the restaurant at a hotel and they will bring food all the way up to your room so you can eat in your room without even leaving. This is referred to as room service. Some hotels have a mini bar. A mini bar is a small refrigerator in your hotel room and it has snacks and drinks. And when you take those, it actually charges you money for them. So be careful if there's a mini bar in your room because if you take any of the snacks, they will charge you probably a lot of money for them. If there is a worker in a hotel that will help you bring your luggage or your bags up to your room, this person is referred to as the bellhop. 
they are in charge of helping guests with their luggage. The last thing that you'll need to know when you're staying at a hotel in the United States is if you don't want any of the housekeeping or maid staff to come in your room to clean because maybe you're sleeping late in the morning or maybe you're still getting ready, you need to put the do not disturb sign up. Do not disturb means do not come in my room and I would actually lock the door as well for safety. 